The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. This is Eastern Carolina's longest-running sports radio show. The Brian Bailey Show is on the air. The Brian Bailey Show is powered by Greenville Utilities and also brought to you by The Angus Grill, Bostic Sug, Bojangles, East Coast Grading, Gavigan Insurance, Greenville Auto World, Papa John's, Greenville Utility Company, Pepsi, The Rick House, Taft Taft and Hagler, and tiebreakers. And now, here's Brian Bailey. It is finally here. Game week for East Carolina. The Pirates set to take on number two Michigan coming up on Saturday. And Blake Harrell, defensive coordinator for East Carolina, is live in the studio with us as the Pirates get set for the season opener. It takes a long time to get here, Coach, doesn't it? But finally it's here. Hey, finally. Finally game week. So excited about it. and Appreciate you having me on. Just uh, looking forward to this weekend. You know, when, when you look at all the work that goes into college football teams and the preparation and camp and, you know, and you get those Magical Saturdays and Magical Saturday number one's coming up. Yep, you know I promised so many, and yeah. uh, like you said, you put a lot of work in the off season. You know, off season training, spring ball, uh, summer. You know, f- fall camp, preseason camp, and then you only get you know promised twelve of them. And uh, the first one's coming up, and the first one is against the second ranked team in the nation at the Big House, the University of Michigan. We're going to talk about that much more on the Pirate defense. Blake Harrell live in the studio. We'll also take your questions or comments on our Facebook Live page. This is the Brian Bailey Show as we kick off game week. And we're back after this. East Coast Grading and Utilities is your source for clearing, hauling dirt, and concrete work. East Coast Grading and Utilities handles all sewer and water issues as well. I'm David Vaughn. Whether putting in a new subdivision or helping you with any and all of your drainage problems, I can get the job done. Call me at 531-7494. No job is too big or too small. East Coast Grading and Utilities. Friends helping friends. 531-7494. For East Coast Grading and Utilities. Hey, Miles, isn't it amazing to think our family has been distributing soft drinks since 1923? It certainly is, Landon, and with that comes a lot of change. But what hasn't changed is our dedication and commitment to our customers. I'm Miles Menges. And I'm Landon Menges with Menges Bottling Group. Our family has taken great pride in refreshing our neighbors, and we are proud to have remained locally owned and operated for over a century. From our family to yours, we say thank you and are honored to be a part of this wonderful community. Here's to 100 as we celebrate our employees and our customers all over East North Carolina. From generations before us and to future generations. Cheers to the next 100 years. Cheers to the next 100 years. It's bow time. Chicken or biscuits? That's an impossible choice. How can you decide between Bojangles' perfectly crispy, boldly seasoned chicken or their fluffy, made-from-scratch buttermilk biscuits? Well, the good news is you don't have to. With a Cajun chicken filet biscuit, you get the best of both worlds. An all-white meat chicken breast marinated with a bold blend of seasonings and served up on a fluffy, golden buttermilk biscuit. When it comes to real-deal southern flavor, there's no reason you can't have it all. Order a Cajun chicken filet biscuit today. It's bow time. (laughs) 
Take control of your health today with Arc Point Labs. Looking to lose weight? Have you tried everything possible and nothing is working? Sometimes a hormone imbalance can be the underlying cause to weight issues that dieting and exercise can't fix alone. A simple blood test at Arc Point Labs can provide insight to your weight loss goals. Visit arcpointlabs.com today or call 629-6228 to get an appointment. Arc Point Labs. Accurate, reliable, confidential testing. Visit artpointlabs.com. Hey, John, I uh, see your new system's having issues already. Yeah, I used the other guy with an AC brand I've never heard of. Should have used Delcor, John. They install train. It's hard to stop a train. I know, but the other guy was cheaper. Cheaper isn't better, John. I know. I know. Don't use the other guy. Call Delcor. For a limited time, buy a new train system and pay 0% interest for 12 months. Visit Delcor.com for more details. Delcor, the service professionals. Hi, this is Brian Meador from East Carolina Athletics. You're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, providing reliable utility solutions to the Greenville region since 1905. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back as we kick off game week at East Carolina. Pirates and number two, Michigan, 12 noon kickoff coming up, and it's on Peacock. So if you don't have your Peacock yet, you need to get it if you're going to be in town for the game. I think they've got a deal. You can get a week free, a free trial, so you can watch the game and you can cancel and it won't cost you a thing. So I think that's that's the best strategy to go about uh, getting that peacock. Blake Harrell, defensive coordinator from East Carolina, great, uh, kind enough to come in and uh, do our first show for us to start the season as we kick off game week. Did you hear over the weekend one of the NBC announcers called East Carolina, uh, what they call it, a, a layup or a cupcake opponent for Michigan? It's got, it's got a lot of Pirate Nation riled up. Yeah, I happened to be watching the uh, Navy-Notre Dame game. You were watching yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> checking out to see uh, the future opponent in Navy there, just kind of how they yeah. look on the season. Got a lot of good friends on that staff and and I did happen to hear that at halftime, and uh, you know, it, is, it kind of is what it is. You expect announcers to say some things like that sometimes, but um, you know, speaking of the Peacock, my wife made me go ahead and subscribe this past weekend so she can watch the game that's coming up weekend. So well, she we're, can, we're all set there. Yeah, you can still cancel and get that seven days yeah. in there. You'll be, you'll be okay, but uh, don't tell anybody at Peacock we're advertising that. But you know, it, it's one of those different type deals as far as as you know, streaming like it is. Uh, it, it's it's different. But but it's still available. I think that's what the big the big deal is. It's available to fans to see the game. Yeah, and then just what an awesome opportunity for uh, for our program, East Carolina, just to be on a national stage like that at twelve noon kickoff. It's two years in a row. You know, opening weekend, been on a noon game and, yeah. and been and then, and really the nation's spotlight too. You know, last year was NC State. This year is Michigan. One hundred and seven thousand six hundred and one. The seating capacity at the Big House. I can't imagine what a stadium like that looks like i can't wait to get there i can't wait to just to look around to see what it's, it's going to be like what it's going to be like empty and what it's going to be like full on saturday at noon yeah i think uh coach told our players yesterday we're going to take them by yeah. on friday once we land just to kind of see the stadium because it is a little bit larger than most stadiums we play tad. In. um just a tad <laughs> but uh you know the thing is like he said they, the field's still 120 long and a 53 and a third wide and uh, inside of those white lines is what really matters. He said he was going to do his best Hoosiers yes, and, and go through and measure everything. And uh, I think that would be great, great video yeah. right there if yeah, he goes no through the, the Hoosiers deal with uh, what Gene Hackman did that uh, as far as, as that movie goes. And, you know, yep. the basket's the same, you know, the same court's height. the same length. So, uh, but but it, it's the same, but it, but it's so much different in some ways. I mean, that's that's just so many fans. And that just shows you just the, the importance of college football in certain hotbeds in our 
country. And, you know, Michigan, Ohio State, you think about we don't get a chance to go that direction very often. So I think it's a big opportunity for everybody. Yeah, I think growing up in the South, you don't necessarily grow up a Big Ten fan. Yeah. Uh, you're more SEC, ACC. Right. Uh, that's kind of on your on your TV, television every Saturday, and uh, but you, you know everybody knows about the Michigan Ohio State game and the Big House and just kind of what they've the success of their program over the years and the history of it, and they've certainly done uh, pretty well here as late. And everybody talks to me about, hey, wait till you see the tunnel and, and the two teams come out of the same tunnel and just just you know the history involved in that tunnel. I think that's going to be pretty cool, no doubt. And just think about the the, the young men and the coaches who have walked down that tunnel over the yeah. over time and just. Uh, to be a part of that and, and, and really experience it firsthand. The history of college football, we'll get a chance to see it uh, firsthand, at least in in some aspects, when you roll down that tunnel coming up on Saturday, noon kickoff for East Carolina at number 2 Michigan. When you're talking to your team and your defense about what this Michigan offense is about, you know, just from the outside looking in, you think about the offensive line that this Michigan team has. And Coach Houston said the other day, we were talking to him, he said the NFL scout told him that as many as seven of their offensive linemen could be draft picks. That means five of them are going to start. Yeah. Two of them aren't even going to start, and they still could be drafted. Uh, I think it was Zach Zinner, their their great offensive lineman. He said that he thought ten of the Wolverines could all start. So they're loaded on the offensive line. Yeah, and I think that's they've been named the uh, the top offensive line. Uh, in the country the last two years. And uh, you, you certainly see why. You know, they had, they had a center drafted last year and a, and a tackle drafted last year. But the guys they got coming back are just as good and just as uh, big, large, powerful, move their feet really well and, and strong. Uh, so I think – and what they do offensively, too, fits their, their offensive line. They, they want to run the football first, be a power football, running football team, what we all think of as when we think of Big Ten yeah. football. Um, so they, they fit that and, you know, just some large dudes up there that we got to find ways to take advantage of and, and see if we can and keep keep them from knocking us back. That, that was my next thought. When you're looking at what's happening with, with their offensive line, are, are there th- and obviously you don't give anything away, but are, there are things you can do with your defensive line, your defensive front. You can, you know, disguise some things that, you know, to offset some of that. Yeah, I, I think we've always, that's kind of been our MO. Right. It's just kind of, you know, pre-snap, post-snap uh, disguises, uh, whether it's be up front or in the secondary, just to kind of keep the offense off balance and, and keep them, uh, slow them down a little bit and, and, and thinking about things and thinking about what we're doing. Uh, so that's kind of, you know, always our plan of attack uh, is who we've been. So, um, you know, and, and you, you got to give a lot of credit to Michigan, what they've done the last two years and the number of games they've won and, and what they've done, I guess, in big-time football games. So uh, we'll certainly have our hands full. A couple of running backs for Michigan to look for is Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards. Are they similar in nature? Yeah, I think they're a little bit different. I mean, Corum's a little bit lower to the ground center of gravity, powerful, big big old thighs, tough to tackle. Uh, you know, both of them are Heisman candidates, I think. Yeah. Uh, Cor- Corum, um, you know, was, was the top running back, and then he gets hurt. And doesn't play the Ohio State game. Donovan Edwards plays, you know, primarily the tailback the last the last several games. He's the primary back. He's more of a track guy, speed guy, can get up and down the field. You might see him in the gathering, and you might see Donovan Edwards out at receiver as well. So, uh, you know, two, two talented, two special backs. 
and uh, you know both we're going to see playing on Sundays at some point. You think about the quarterback at Michigan, JJ McCarthy. When you have a quarterback with the experience that he has and the talent that he has, and you know, and he kind of guides the show. He does, and he, he's kind of got the it factor, kind of a you know a little bit of a Johnny Menzel who's been in the uh, Netflix news lately. But uh, JJ McCarthy's kind of got that it to him. I mean, he can make plays when when things break down. I think that's probably his his go to on third down. If something breaks down, he takes off scrambling and uh, extends the play. And, and receivers get open down the field, so I think that's that's one of his better attributes. How about their receiving core? What do you what do you know about them? Yeah, they get, they got a couple guys that can go. Uh, number fourteen, Roman Wilson was number. He's going to be number one this year. Okay, uh, legit speed. Maybe not a, a true long guy, but he's got get down the field speed. Uh, six, uh, Johnson Cornelius Johnson had a big game against uh, Ohio State. I think he had back-to-back touchdown catches in that game. Uh, but a receiver, you, you know, you got to look out for too. He, he's a bigger kid. He's 6'3". And then the tight ends, I think 18, Loveland, is uh, really good. And, and and I think he's probably a Sunday-type player as well. But bigger, longer kid that can, can cover ground, not just a blocking guy, but a guy that can can be in on uh, passing downs as well. You think of Michigan football. You think of the power running game, as you said. You also think about that big tight end yeah. that, that somehow gets open somewhere and he's you know he catches a football, then he's tough to bring down, and, right. and and they always have somebody like that. No doubt, they've been, for years they've always yeah. had those guys. And you know you'll see you know two two tight ends in the game at one time, three tight ends in the game at one time. Uh, so they'll bring in some different ones and, and play several. When you're putting together a recipe for an upset, and this would be an upset if East Carolina can go to Michigan and win a, against the second-ranked team in the nation, but when you put together a recipe for an upset, one of the big ingredients is turnovers. And you've had a football team forcing 40, 59 turnovers in the past three seasons. So you have a team and a mindset that forces turnovers, and that's going to be a key to stay in this game, isn't it? No no doubt. You, uh, first of all, you got to make sure you're, you're fundamentally sound. Don't give up the big play right you know don't let them have anything cheap because that, that's what they do so well you know you make a mistake you miss a gap you miss a tackle that they have the ability to take it to the house and make you pay so that's where you got to cut that out at some point you have to to take your shot just kind of let it go out there and hey we're gonna have to gamble a little bit and make a play and then you know you got to create some turnover to get extra off you know possession to our offense give us some field position and set us up for a score there so those would be kind of things that you know if you were laying it out hey yeah. here's our plan to win here's the things we got to do uh, those are they're certainly at the top they certainly got to create some turnovers I talked to Donnie Kirkpatrick last week and he said you know with, with an inexperienced quarterback and Coach Houston I think everybody thinks we're leaning to Mason Garcia I don't think it's been official yet but any anybody that plays quarterback for East Carolina is going to have inexperienced problems to start but with that situation you got to be able to run the football and you got to be able to help that quarterback out and that's going to be something too the Pirates going to have to control the football a little bit yeah that you know as a defensive coach you always want the Pirates yeah. to control the football let, so. let them stay. Uh, and I think you know and Coach Kirkpatrick will make sure we do that and I, I, you know our quarterbacks are have done a really good job in the offseason and preseason camp just putting our, our offense in favorable situations and making it tough for the defense so we've had a lot of good competition one of the other keys is stopping the run you've had a football team last year finished 19th in the country and stopping the run and that's going to be another key in this game yeah i mean I think late in the season kind of people went away from trying to run the football at all yeah. and just throwing there and out a little bit but i don't think these guys are going to kind of go away <laughs> yeah. from it i think they're going to stick to it and that's kind of what they're going to try to pound you for four quarters and you see a lot of teams a lot of their opponents you know they may have some success in the first half 
half, but by the fourth quarter, they've wore them down, and, and that's when they break a couple of long runs. Is it kind of like, and this is going to sound weird, but like a Navy that's going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and then they're going to pop you with a pass. Michigan's going to do something as far as running the football and then pop you with a pass, but they're not going to run any option. They're just going to yeah. you know, give it to the fullback here, give it to the you know the tailback around here on a sweep, and, and just run right down your throat. Yeah, 100% that same mentality as yeah. far as they just want to be a running football team first and you know stay on schedule. You know, they don't no football team does, but they don't love second and long. They like the second and medium, the third and short. I think at one point in the time last year they led the country in fourth down conversions as well. So they're very much stay on pace, just like a triple option football team would, Navy. And uh, you know, just eating up the clock and every now and then they're gonna use the play action at to uh, take their shots down the field. And Kenny sends a message and says, go up there and punch him in the mouth. The disrespect coming at East Carolina is astounding. I think of punching him in the mouth, the Boise State game in the Hawaii Bowl. I think it was 07. But in the Hawaii Bowl, Boise State was a big favorite, and somebody from East Carolina just made a big hit in the first series defensively. Yep. And that seemed to change the entire tone. If you get something like that, I mean, that can go a long way. Yeah, just and for us, especially defensively, you guys got some new starters. I think we'll have five new starters at least. Uh, just getting a little confidence early and a little momentum and swag going our way, I think it go a long ways. Yeah, it's uh, it's just one of those things. Emotions, you know, some coaches don't believe in the rah-rah speech. I think Coach Houston, he likes to get them fired up a little bit and get out there and, and get a big hit early on. Yeah, he, he's definitely part of that. <laughs> he is that. And, and that's one of the things I've enjoyed working with the coach's show because we get a chance to go in and, and we use some of that video in his show. And that's just uh, to see the, the look in the players' eyes. And you can almost tell by just the gleam in their eyes that, you know, if they're ready to go, if they're fired up, and yeah. I got a feeling that a lot of them going to be fired right. up Saturday. You always say your team takes on the personality of your coach. Right, Coach Houston is intense. Uh, you know the way he coaches, the way he want our players to play, and, and they certainly, you know, follow that and, and buy into that. I've always said I don't want to get in Coach Houston's doghouse. Him <laughs> go to his office and and get one of those. But some players do obviously get in his doghouse and uh, have to go through the wrath of that. It's a different kind of deal. But Coach Houston is, uh, yeah, he's blue collar, and I think that's what that's what East Carolina needed when he got here for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's, you know, it's just it's what we you know I've, I've been with Coach Houston. I think this is thirteen or fourteen seasons now at least, um, but. It's what we've always done, just kind of hey, blue collar, work hard, you know, be tougher than another team, be more physical, be more sound, all those type of things that he preaches every day that we've heard for the last, you know, going on five seasons now. Um, it, it's, it's true. It, it plays into action. You got some new coaches on the staff this year. How, how does that uh, parlay into how, how you get the coaches? When you need an assistant coach on your side, you know, do you recruit? Does Coach Houston recruit first, and then you go through you? Do you, you know how how is the hierarchy as far as that goes? Yeah, it's, it's several ways. Obviously, Coach Houston's uh, in charge of all of those right. things, and he and makes, makes the final final call. answer. Right. And he may come and kind of get your thoughts on some things. You know, a lot of times you already have like, hey, if this was ever happened, here's some guys that we would love to work right. with, and I think it add value to our staff, and you know, be a good fit for our program and and what we believe in and what Coach Houston believes in, and you know and just kind of find what fits our program the best. So he's done a great job of, of hiring great people. And that's, you know, I, I keep saying this, like our building's a lot of fun to be in right now because of the people in our building and not just our coaches, but our players. And it all starts from Coach Houston. And you have to have something like that because, you know, no matter what team, what program, you're going to have ups and downs. You know, you're not going to go out and go 12-0 and everything's going to be honky-dory all the time. And when something bad does happen, you know, it's the character that rises to the top. Yeah, I think one of my favorite quotes is tough times don't last, but tough people right. do. And that's really, you, 
you, you're a tough person mentally, and you're just kind of handling that adversity. You're going to move through it. You're going to learn from it. You're going to teach off of it. And you're going to move on to the next. Yeah. And, and that's what we've done a good job of doing. Yeah. East Carolina and Michigan, the number two team in the country coming up on Saturday. When you when you go on the road for your opener and, and you've had all summer to work on it, is, is that an advantage or is it a disadvantage when you're playing a, a top-ranked team? I, I remember you know, earlier this summer, Coach Houston said, hey, everybody's making a big deal because they're number two. We played the number 13 team in the country last year. I mean, that's only, what, you know, 11 slots. Yeah, exactly. And I think they were, you know, some folks had them to play and make the playoffs last year. Right. Well. And may have their quarterback had got, hadn't gotten hurt. Yeah. The running back hadn't got hurt last year. I think we played probably a, the best NC State think team so. that they had at the beginning of the year because later in the year they had some injuries. Uh, but, yeah, I think for our our guys getting ready for the, for the season, it kind of, hey, game one, there's a huge focus on it. You know, all their attention is directed at it, and it should be. Right. And, and it's not just about who it is game one. It's because it's the next game. Yeah. And after, after Michigan, it'll be about the next opponent. And after that, the next game. And it's always the biggest game of the year because it's the only one year on schedule that That's week. That's right. It's the next game, and it's going to be a lot of fun as the Pirates head north to Michigan. Uh, and as Coach said, uh, Coach Houston's going to take the team out to the big house, let them walk around, look around. It won't be a true walkthrough because you guys will do that usually that morning before you leave town and go through your final preparations. Okay. And then what's fascinating to me when you're on the road, I mean, as soon as you guys get to the hotel, I mean, you have meals planned, you have meetings planned, you have more walkthroughs planned. I mean, it's it's a process. Yeah, and it's, it's the same schedule every Friday night for the most part just kind of the same routine there like you said dinner to meetings to a little walkthrough to bedtime it all stays pretty consistent whether it's home game or away game just so hey everything's about business everything's about getting that win on Saturday it's a business trip and it's coming up on Saturday we'll take a break Blake Harrell live in the studio with us taking your questions and comments on our Facebook live page back with more with Coach Harrell after this Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. University Sportswear is your one-stop shop to help promote your business and always provide superior customer service. No matter what apparel you need for your team or customers, University Sportswear can make it happen. Visit UniversitySportswearENC.com for contact information. University Sportswear, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Go Pirates! The icy treat that can't be beat is Sparky Snowballs. From big kids to little kids, Sparky Snowballs has been making smiles happen for over 20 years. If you're not in the mood to chill out with a snowball, Sparky's funnel cakes and fried Oreos are a perfect Sparky-licious treat every time. Are you having an event, party, or fundraiser? Call Sparky's to come on site. Remember to follow Sparky's on Facebook or visit SparkySnowballs.com to see where they'll be next. You've had your new computer a few years now, but lately it's been running super slow, acting strange, and you're worried about viruses and losing data. This is driving me mad! Let the experts at University PC Care in Greenville and New Bern professionally diagnose your Mac or PC to see what's really going on. They'll determine the root cause and not just symptoms, so you don't waste money fixing the wrong issues. Call 252-558-1280 for in-store or remote service, or make an appointment online at universitypccare.com. For years, Cali Ann Phelps has been singing about Phelps Chevrolet. Phelps Chevrolet is the one for you. Low, low prices, service too. See the big dealer right away. 
Carolina's finest, Phelps Chevrolet. And you'll agree with what Skyler Phelps has to say. Nobody beats Phelps Chevrolet's prices. Nobody. The name you can depend on. Phelps Chevrolet. Get you one. This is Kim McNeil, head women's basketball coach at East Carolina University, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Community-owned, community-powered. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back. Blake Harrell, defensive coordinator under Mike Houston, our guest in the studio as we get you set for the opener for East Carolina Pirates and number 2 Michigan coming up on Saturday at 12 noon. We're kicking off game week here on Pirate Radio with our show. Got a couple of questions coming into the Facebook live feed talking about uh, RPOs. Didn't run a lot of those last season, so do you see them stronger to the field or stronger to the short side? Yeah, for for Michigan and the yeah. RPO game, they're not a big RPO team. Right. Which is a, you know, obviously a run pass option. Um, they're pretty much taking a run the football. Or they're going to throw the football. They do have a little bit of a screen game off the RPO, uh, maybe a little bit in the red zone, and some of that's mostly to the field. As far as the screen game off the RPO, and it's it's more based off of hey, is your is your invert tucked in you know too tight, or is he pressuring? If he is, they're going to flick the ball out there really quick and get it on the perimeter to 14 and or he would be the number one now uh wilson get it out to him pretty quick on the perimeter and, and do some things i think you know you see that early in the season in colorado state game i think it's like the first play that their second play of the game they flick it out there and he takes it to the house uh so they certainly have that that possibility they can do it to you another question about the uh, flash motion with the tight end coming in motion uh and we talked about it a little bit they'd like to use the tight end for yeah sure. and he does a good job he'll, he'll be out wide and you know, a 10 personnel set, and then they're motion back into 11 personnel set, getting back in the box and into the run game. So they want to make you think that you have a 10 personnel uh, pitcher, and then they're changing the pitcher at the snap to get back to the run game. And how about how many in the box? What do you think as far as stopping that run? Do you have to put six, seven, eight? We, we may try 12 or 13. Yeah, that's what know. I was saying. <laughs> 12 or 13 yeah, might help a little bit. Yeah, I think it's certainly one of those <clears throat> one of those games that you, you better make sure your, your box is loaded and, and that you have enough guys in there to stop the run. Um, because that's that's their you know that's where they want to start right and if, right. if they can start with that then they can keep you off balance um, and, and they've done that in some games in some games where they they struggled to run the football they didn't get it going maybe until the second half and when they finally punched it through when you look at, at film work how much have you done so far leading up to the Michigan game this week and how much will you do the rest of the week so you know I think you know our Michigan game plan goes all the way back to last spring right uh, we spent time on them in the spring spent time on them in the summer and when you spend time in the spring and the summer you, you kind of doing some preliminary stuff um, more background research on them than how you you know plan to attack them I think once preseason camp is over you're like okay this is the type of football team we have you always have the identity of your defense or who you want to be uh, but some of that may adjust a little bit based off of personnel and who you can you know can we play man can we can we two gap can we do, you know be a big pressure team can we you know do some different things and if it can it maybe it allows you to change your package up a little bit um and so we you know after preseason camp was over about nine days ago eight days ago uh, we sat down again went back through those preliminary plans hey kind of really put a, a final game plan on what we can be uh, against Michigan, who we want to be and how we want to attack them, and we've been practicing that for the last week. So uh, this this week will just be kind of, you know, making sure we're sharp with all our adjustments, making sure our guys are sharp with our fits, our, you know, how to play the pass game, third downs, whatever it may be, all the situations. 
How has the scout team helped you this week? And our scout team is doing a really good job. We've got good. some young guys with it, but just you know, the attitude and the approach they bring to it every day, and ready to go to work. And and you know, we're always about the mentality of it takes everybody. And, and you know, sometimes a younger guy can come in, a freshman, and if he thinks that okay, the way he's going to help the team is by you know getting between the lines on game day well sometimes it's more important that you give uh, the offense or defense a great look so they can prepare for for saturday so some of those guys are getting used to that and it is what it's kind of the nature of it but um they've, they've done a really good job so far and sometimes today's scout team stars can be tomorrow's stars on the field i mean those those guys they didn't come here to play on the scout team forever but if they embrace their role and do a good job on their role they can yeah, that pays dividends down the road i, I told i heard uh, coach houston tell enough freshman the other day Roger Harris his first uh first couple of games he was on the scout team his freshman year wow and, and later that year I think he was a uh, freshman all-conference player the he was player. yeah yeah that's, that's true and speaking of Roger glad to see him back because man I, that 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 kid is is got a smile that will light up a room and he's just so positive uh to have around and I asked him the other day I said how many times did you tweet out one percent he said every day every day every day had to get one percent better yeah. and he looks good he does he's, he's a blessing to be around not only as a football player and for a defensive coach but also just a fine young man to kind of you know just be around our football team in our locker room and, and just is a magnet when you go through the scrimmages like you guys did, you know, it, it, it was competition, but the light at the end of the tunnel was Michigan. But still, you guys got after it in both scrimmages, didn't they? You have to. Yeah. And you have to because I think, uh, you know, you turn that up and you go compete against each other, it's going to bring out the best, uh, whether it's from, you know, the best from the defense, best from the offense, or individual competition within the position group. So uh, that's kind of, you know, been our MO is, hey, let's go lay it down let's go compete no different than this game day talked a lot about michigan let's talk a little bit about your defense and maybe uh you know run through not necessarily a too deep but just what we're looking for on say the defensive line linebackers that kind of thing take us through the defensive line first yeah i think some guys that we've seen in the past that you're going to see again is uh elijah morris yeah uh, deontay johnson those guys have have been pretty firm in the middle for Surad Ware's another guy. Elijah Morse is a great story because oh, awesome. when he first started out, and, and you know, we talked about Raja a little bit, but Elijah's the same. And that one, was it two years ago when it seemed like he, the football followed him? Like like he, he recovered yeah. a fumble here, recovered yeah. a fumble there. Yeah. I mean, every time there was a fumble loose, I knew he recovered it before it even was announced. And, and he, he works his tail off just, you know, not, not the biggest guy, but works his tail off just to, you know, be a really good football player. And he's doing a really good job of leading our defense, too, just leading our football team. Uh, being more vocal this year uh, and leading through some actions so just really proud of him and that's really important from year to year to get those guys you know to be leaders and some guys are leaders you know with what they say and what they talk about and some guys are leaders just in how they work and their work ethic yeah and that, no doubt and, and you know he, he's kind of he's a little been a kind of a quiet guy over the past couple of years, but you can see him coming more verbal and more verbal. Uh, but he's always led by how he works. What do the defensive linemen think about when they look at the Michigan tape and, and see those big horses out there? You know, I, I don't think they, they're ready for the challenge. I don't think yeah. they look at Michigan and say, oh, man, they're, you know, they're, they're ready for it. And they understand. Like, and that's important, really. Oh, huge. Yeah. And, and they understand the importance of, okay, pad level is going to be huge. Me staying in my gap, maintaining my gap is going to be huge. Me coming out of my hips, those type of things. Use my hands. Uh, so just focuses more even more on the details of their fundamentals yeah and that's one thing we talked about the ingredients for an upset but 
that's another thing that the average fan probably doesn't understand. But you know, you got all Americans on one side, and you got guys that work hard on the other side. But the guys that work hard execute better than the guys that are all Americans. Anything can happen. No doubt. No doubt. Take us through uh, the interior line a little bit. Who you got there? Yeah. So th- th- those guys are kind of our interior guys, and then on the edge, you'll see you know some familiar faces: Chad Stevens, Jeremy Lewis, Jack Powers, uh, J.D. Lampley will play on the edge a little bit this year. Uh, kind of the new face up there that uh, maybe had a game or two last year is Sam Danka. Just a, a long, athletic body that's playing some edge outside backer for us and coming along. Jeremy Lewis, uh, this was before you got here, but I watched him play high school football at South Central. And, and I forget who the coach that was recruiting him at the time, but I walked over and I, I, said, I said, I know Jeremy looks like a good athlete, but what do you guys see in him? And he said, you just got to shut your eyes and think about the weight room and think about 50 extra pounds of muscle. Yeah. And that kid is an athlete and he's going to be great for somebody. And I sure hope he's great for the Pirates. And yeah. he certainly has he come has to been. East Carolina. And, and he, he's another one that didn't get off to the best of starts he was in the tight end room because coach houston as he coach houston said we didn't have a tight end yeah so jeremy was kind of stuck in that room and he had to play it that first year but you're glad to have him on defense no doubt you? in 2020 he, he was in the tight end room when i first got here and um you know went through the season as a tight end came to coach houston that january of 21 and said hey i want to be a, a defensive player coach houston came over and i was like well okay i guess and uh, i keep telling the story like i'm sure glad he did because <laughs> he, he's a difference maker and i think we're going to be able to do some different things with him just you know, we probably use him a lot in the, the pass drop game because he's so good at it. Uh, but he, he's elite pass rusher. He can play some linebackers. So you may see him moving around doing more than you have in the past. Yeah, I would say he's got to be one of the Swiss Army knives, if you certainly, will, because certainly. he can do a lot of things. And if you have a guy who can back up, you know, he looks like he's rushing, backs up to cover the pass, yep. and that adds to the the defensive you know philosophy because the offense doesn't know what he's going to do. And, and with him and Jack Powers, you're talking about two older guys that – uh, I've played a lot of football, you know, experienced several positions with his tight end, outside backer. Jack, you know, was inside backer at one time, then outside backer. So they can definitely do multiple things. I mean, Jack's another good one. I mean, he's, yeah, he's, he's awesome. always fired up, isn't he? My, my, my favorite deal is the power hour right now. I heard him say the other day he was signing off, you know, in a preseason camp. I hope he keeps that going throughout the season because it's been entertaining. Yeah, he's he's entertaining. He's he's a lot of fun when you go into for the interviews and, and that kind of thing. All right, continue on through the defense. we got to get Coach out of here at about 12. 12 minutes or so so we promised to get him out of here about 12 45 so we've got a few minutes to go i think the other position we have guys coming back returning is uh the safety position you know joyous wood tegan wilker back there both returning starters uh both have had worked their tails off this preseason i think um you know tegan referred to them as pippin and the mj back there and kind of <laughs> knowing what each other thinks and how you know how they you know play together and yeah. play together and uh they're certainly doing a good job with that and, and another guy that came up came along back there is uh you know devin devin king yeah and just doing a nice job back there and uh you know you'll see him on the grass as well so uh, a little bit some familiar faces back there some unfamiliar faces would be more of our linebacker and corners room um you know taylor jackson did play in the bowl game so he's one of our linebackers and uh, siobhan rebel played in the, in the bowl game as well so those two guys you know look to have a big role of our defense and i've uh, done a really good job just kind of taking that embracing that and and moving on you know then um Mike Edwards was with us a year ago. Isaiah Brown Murray at corner was with us a year ago. I, I expect to see those guys on Saturdays. 
and then uh, a few new guys that you'll probably see on set you know is out there is uh rara dilworth pj davis uh both both transferred in and then uh jordan huff was here last year but he was injured uh, but i could see him out there you know getting some taking some meaningful snaps for the pirates oh we got a question from youtube from clip brock he's going to pass it along go ahead clip all right brandon asking how many points does the defense need to hold michigan to be able to win uh, do you do you have goals like that going into game coach as far as points and things you, you know i think that the the big key is hold the opponent to lesser points than we score <laughs> win, win by one or a hundred doesn't matter i think the only game they lost last year uh michigan i think it was like a 45 51 game or something there at, at tcu um, so we certainly want to hold them less than 45. I don't think that needs to be our recipe defensively. Um, but you, you, you always know, like, hey, you have kind of a set number. If you can hold them to a couple scores uh, or a couple, you know, some field goals, keep it in the teens, you feel good about it. Um, and at the same time, you've got to help your offense out too. So it's, it's a complete team game. It's not just about the defense holding to a certain number of points or the offense scoring a certain number of points. we all got to work together, special teams included, to get this thing done. I remember last year the Temple game, and you were walking across after the game. Yeah. And I said, I said, Coach, you hung on. I think you were still dizzy. I don't think you remember me speaking to yeah, you. The, the, the most important thing about that day is we won. That's right. That's what uh, I was saying. But that was, that was a crazy game, wasn't it? Yeah, you, and you – you know you go through those times yeah some weeks you play really really good and um you know some of our better games defensively and you know talking about points and we has been losses over the years and some of our worst games defensively have, have been wins i mean the marshall game two years ago uh we didn't play great in the first three quarters played good pretty good in the fourth quarter and gave us some points that day and, and got the win and it was huge how have transfers changed what you do as an assistant coach with the transfer portal and with the NILs and everything like that? I mean, you know, is it one of those things that once you get the guys in, it goes back to normal, but until you get the guys in, it's not normal? Yeah, I think, you know, the college landscape has, has changed over the past several years. And uh, every team is is a new team, a new program, and, and even more so with the transfer portal. And you're going to have guys that – uh, may exit your program. You're also going to bring some new guys in, and that may not necessarily be freshmen, because you need to bring an older guy in to kind of replace some depth or add to your to your roster. Um, but yeah, when, once you get those guys in, you know they do a really good job of just fitting our culture and, and bonding to what we do. And you know we do a good job of um, our coaches do a really good job of getting to know those guys and make sure they do fit our culture. We're wrapping things up with uh, Blake Harrell, defensive coordinator. Take us through. Uh, you're up in the booth. Who's in the booth with you as far as defensive coaches or grad assistants, that kind of thing? Yeah. And what are you saying? Who are you talking to down the field? Who calls the signals? That kind of thing. Yeah. So uh, we're going to have about 17 signalers for Michigan on, on game one because I think it's pretty, <laughs> pretty good about you know maybe looking across the field at the other well, signals. 17. Yeah, 17. Yeah, might be signaling. We might be. Using I might be over there doing the same. Thing. We might be use wristbands and everything. We might even huddle defensively like the NFL. And <laughs> that'd be and, good. Yeah, they're gonna huddle, so we might as well too. Uh, no, you know, all, all of our position coaches are on the field. Okay. Um, I'm up in the box, and uh, our, our grad assistants are on the field as well. And it just gives us a chance to like when we make adjustments. Each each uh, position is hearing from their position coach, and we can talk directly there. 
uh, we have some a couple analysts up, up in the in the booth with me as well to help kind of see things. And uh, you know, we all our coaches do a really good job of just watching their guys, seeing what the offense is doing. And we we talk through a lot of things in between series. Uh, during a series, you know, it's the most of the conversation is me to the GA, or if I ask a question, or we may hit hit on uh, uh, you know what the, the last play was or what's coming up. Uh, but some of those conversations have to be pretty brief, especially yeah. if it's a tempo team. This this week you might have a little bit more time in between snaps but um so the communication there's got to got to be minimum in a series but in between series is going to be very detailed about what we got to get fixed um what's coming up you know what the expectations are and those type of things yeah i was going to say that that's one of the the fascinating things about the, the communication involved because you have to do it so quickly and then some teams will come up to the line of scrimmage hut hut then they'll yeah. stop. Then they'll look to the other side. Yep. Do you guys change things up as, as they change? Yeah. So, you know, we always think that they're, they're coming up to do that. And we call it just a dummy count to kind of see what you, you know, get you to show your hand, so to speak. Right. See what you're in defensively and and uh, maybe call a play off of that or adjust off of that or make sure they have the right play called. Um, so I, I think anytime they do that and you show them your hands, you may want to shuffle that deck back up and, and give them something else to look at. Yeah, how much are you looking forward to, to getting to Michigan? Oh, on I'm, Friday? Ex- I'm excited about it. Yeah. You know, I think I haven't told, told my mom the other day. I hadn't been to Michigan since I was a little kid, just to, in the state of Michigan. Yeah, and uh, you know, excited to get up there. And you know, this is the reason you coach the game. Right. This is the reason our guys, our guys are fired up. They're excited yeah. about it. You know, they they love playing big ball games like this on a national stage. Twelve noon start. You know, the whole world. Will be watching as far as you know, especially you know if you hang around for a little bit in you know in that game, all the other games will start yeah. showing highlights. Hey, up in Michigan, upset special. The Pirates are hanging tough with the Wolverines. That's right, and I think the last two years against uh, South Carolina and, and NC State, two Power Five opponents. I think we've given up three defensive touchdowns in those two games, and so our guys are excited about that. And you know, I think 2018 when uh, Tua and Hurts and those guys, I was at Citadel back then. And, we looked up and it was ten to ten at halftime. So uh, those those can be exciting times. Just yeah. like you're saying. I told Coach Houston the other day. I said last I checked, David only needed one rock That's to right. get Goliath. But it's actually I did some research. It's actually he needed five smooth stones. <laughs> so we got to think of those five. I'm thinking offense, defense, special teams, a little bit of luck. And I'm still trying to come up with the fifth smooth stone. Create some turnovers. Yeah, create some turnovers. I think that's the the key right there. Five smooth stones and David can slay Goliath. But we certainly appreciate your time, Coach. Thanks so much for joining us. Good luck this week. Yeah, thank you. Blake Carroll, defensive coordinator at East Carolina. We'll take a commercial break. We'll continue on with our shows. We kick off game week right after this. Hi, I'm Ken Hagler of Taft, Taft & Hagler. We're proud to be sponsors of The Brian Bailey Show and The Pirate Nation on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. If you've been injured on the job or due to someone else's negligence in an automobile collision, call us at 752-2000 for a free consultation with experienced professionals who care. Go Pirates! Time to save is now during Bostick Sug Furniture's incredible Labor Day savings event. Low, low prices on in-stock furniture and mattresses ready for immediate delivery. Look for hot buy savings store-wide on Lazy Boy recliners, sofas, and sectionals. Experience your best sleep and save on a comfortable new mattress. Plus, get up to 60 months special financing. It's the biggest sale of the season with the lowest prices of the season. The Labor Day savings event on now at Bostick Sug Furniture. Papa John's 
new garlic epic stuffed crust pizza is the pizza inspired by our biggest fans with that garlic flavor you all love. In it, on it, with it. Get the new garlic epic stuffed crust pizza for $13.99 only at Papa John's. Hey, Pirate fans, Papa John's is the MVP move for game day or any day. Place your order online at PapaJohns.com and sign up for Papa Rewards. Papa John's, better ingredients, better pizza. Go Pirates! It's hard to forget how hot it gets around here in the summer. Remember, the hotter it is outside, the harder your AC has to work to keep it cool inside. And the more energy it uses to keep you cool, the higher your utility bill will be. Your neighbors at GUC have tips to help you reduce your energy use, such as using fans to cool you down inside and cooking outside when you can in the summer. For more tips, go to GUC.com and look for ways to save. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Rope Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. Get one, two, or three lines for $19.99 per line right now at Atlantic Wireless, your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Bellhaven, Snow Hill, and three locations in Greenville. Attention athletes and fans. Tiebreakers is looking for all-stars. Do you know an athlete who made a game-winning play, scored an amazing touchdown, or hit a huge home run? We're scouting Eastern North Carolina for this month's most outstanding athlete. Go to tiebreakersathlete.com to nominate your favorite player for the prestigious Athlete of the Month Award. Tiebreakers, shining a light on the athletes that make Eastern North Carolina proud. Submit your nomination now at tiebreakersathlete.com. This is Jacob Jenkins Cowart, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities. Community-owned utilities mean local control, low rates, and high reliability. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to our show as we kick off game week here on Pirate Radio and The Brian Bailey Show. I want to thank Blake Harrell for joining us. Uh, He had to get out of here at around 1245, so uh, he has left us, but we certainly appreciate his time. He has some great insight on this Michigan football team and how his uh, Pirates hope to stop that Michigan offense, those big offensive Lyman, in case you're just joining us, uh, he talked about the fact, and Coach Houston had told me about the fact that they have uh, five really good starters. They have two more that may get drafted, so seven offensive linemen could be in the next draft class from the University of Michigan. And Zach Zinner, who is an incredible offensive lineman for the Michigan Wolverines, he has told people he thinks ten Michigan Wolverines could all start. That that the whole offensive line in that offensive line room, all of them are good enough to be starters. So the Pirate defensive line is going to face quite the challenge coming up on Saturday in that 12 noon game. Again, it's on Peacock, so make sure you've got the uh, streaming service Peacock. You can get a free week, I think, as a trial, so go ahead and get that lined up sometime this week, and you'll be able to watch the Pirates and number 2 Michigan coming up at 12 noon. Clip Rock's going to join us for a little bit to kind of go over where we're at on this game week. Are you ready for game week? He hosts the... uh, Bud Light pregame tailgate, though the, mm-hmm. the everything that goes on around here four mm-hmm. hours early, four hours before kickoffs. You're up at eight o'clock. You're up about six thirty, I would think, because you got to be on the air at eight o'clock. Those are early. They early are early, starts, aren't they? And the older I get, the more I like those, uh, so I can at least get home at a decent time. But yeah, it's going to be wall to wall this Saturday, Bailey, because we got our four hour Bud Light pregame tailgate. We during the game 
Jason Nichols, Marcus Crandall, uh, and and crew will be here for a watch party. So oh, we'll be, right. have a second screen experience if you want to have the game on uh, and then turn your laptop on and watch the game with us. We'll be doing that. And then right after the game, it's the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. So we are here in that room. I'll be in that chair that you're in. <laughs> the entire day coming up on saturday okay so take take us through all of that now you went with me last week a week before last rather you went on week one for high school football so you get through all of that and then you get ready for your college game and you kind of see sometimes we're dragging a little bit but i told you by sunday yeah i don't even know how you get up to watch your cowboys <laughs> on sunday you you got to be beat oh man we had another good show this past week uh with the high school football stuff and uh, rose got beat over the weekend that was kind of a surprise northeastern they got a really good football team and they played really well in that game uh conley went to washington got the win in there Aiden Griffin is 2-0 and that's a huge surprise because the Chargers hadn't won in a long time Farmville Central looks like world beaters uh, all of a sudden uh, North Pitt didn't play this past week they take on South Central South Central's 2-0 and that's a surprise with Chris Cherry so I know I'm going to leave somebody out but uh, now Conley got in the win column I don't yeah, know if you mentioned yeah that. I did Conley, okay. Conley beat Washington Washington of course coached by the former Conley assistant Matt Taylor the uh, the games this week it's kind of a weird schedule because a lot of teams like to play on Thursday night because of the Labor Day holiday weekend those Thursday games are certainly in jeopardy right now because of the weather that's supposed to come through uh, still not def- definitely of what's going to happen, but it looks like we're going to have a lot of rain starting late Wednesday, all day Thursday. Uh, if that's the case, I would think that these teams are going to move those Thursday games to the normal Friday positions, but I haven't seen anything so far. Have you seen anything? I have not. Yeah. And uh, I, I watched Touchdown Friday. I tuned into it at eleven oh five, and uh, you're watching the Panthers. The Carolina Panthers are on my television. Get them guys out of yeah. here! But uh, yeah, late night for you Friday. Yeah, that was. But, but we actually we were all talking about it before, and I said, you know, this may be one of those nights we need that extra time oh, okay. to get, get ready. Yeah, so, it's not the worst thing. but I think we we were pretty much ready to go. We had one little thing that hadn't gotten quite finished yet at the time, but uh, but we finally got that going, and uh, just just you, you hate it because you know you're on late anyway, and when it's that. That late, you kind of wish that you can go on at 11.05 because you're asking people to stay up to 11.30, 11.35 to watch your show. And then when you have to ask them to stay up 10, 15 minutes longer, I mean, it's a Friday night and they want to get their weekend started. But uh, it's been a great uh, great start to the high school football season. It kind of comes in waves, the football season does. We start high school football. We go through, you know, basically go through three weeks of high school football before the first college football game is played. And that's what we'll have this week with uh, week three of the high school football season scheduled for thursday but once again we think some of those games are going to be moved to uh, back to the normal friday position at least we hope so i'll be out of town with the team on friday but ken watlington will uh, be hosting touchdown friday this week so we're trying to get some uh, games for him coming up on friday what about the uh, preseason for the uh, washington commodores how'd they do commodores went uh undefeated did they go undefeated i did not realize that three and i thought i now now I thought the Ravens game was one of the most entertaining preseason games I've seen in quite a while. I, I really thought, you know, I'm watching that game and I'm thinking, you know, this this is almost like a Sunday afternoon. You know, when you're watching a game, I'm rooting like crazy for the Ravens. I have joked, <laughs> and I don't even know if I was joking that that was like one of the top 
20 most exciting Washington games I've ever seen <laughs> since I've been watching them since 1995. Like, it felt like a, a big win, and it was preseason week two. And, and I didn't realize it until during the game they started mentioning it, but I didn't realize the Ravens had won 24 oh. straight preseason. That's, I think that's I unbelievable because, you know – if watching the Cowboys play every year, you know they're going to lose the first one. They're probably going to lose the second one, and most of the times they win the third one. And that's how it, it ended up, you know, this year. Wow. Although that that situation how about Will Greer, I mean, he played he played like an All American. I mean, he was all over. That was fun to watch for me because I was I was watching it, and at one point I was counting and looking at the players on the field, and I was like, okay, all of those players will be cut by Tuesday. I mean, there's nobody that's still, you know, going to be on the football team, but they were they were fun to watch. I mean, he was bouncing around, you know, his dad Chad went to school here at East Carolina, was a pirate and Will Greer probably played himself into a different uh a different team. Hopefully, he'll get picked up by somebody. So, for those that don't know, Will Greer 29 of 35, 305 yards, two touchdowns, yeah. 53 rushing yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. One of the best fantasy days we've ever right. seen. Right. He accounted for four <laughs> touchdowns in a in a preseason game but uh, yeah they played they played really well as far as the guys that were out there and as we said none of those guys are going to be playing uh once the uh, cuts come uh hoping and praying for keaton mitchell for for uh winstead out in san francisco for holton nailers of course with seattle you know the whole thing with with the waiver wire and things like that it's a little different and i don't think i don't understand it completely but i know if you're cut a lot of teams you have to go through waivers so you have 24 hours and then uh, you can be picked back up by the team that cut you and they will put you on their practice squad morgan on uh friday said i guess that might be the plan with holton nailers because that he said that on the air right. which i was kind of surprised right by. he told me that the other day at breakfast i yeah. wasn't sure if, if, if that was public but yeah. he said it on the air i guess it but but that's one of the the possibilities as far as as what goes on in the nfl and holton had he didn't get a chance to play until the final two minutes on saturday at green bay and man he played well leading up to his interception right before i think he was at the 13 yard line first and 10 i think it was first and 10 and it was 21 seconds left and he threw he, he threw and he would probably tell you this he threw a bad pass in a triple coverage and it got picked off but man he he had a couple of really good passes in that in that drive and got him down there i want to say bailey am i right in saying that's the first interception he's thrown since october 8th I think I think you're right. Game. I think he went the rest of the year without one. All those All Star games, the preseason. Uh, he was on a tremendous streak. Uh, But I thought he had a good preseason. And uh, same with Keaton, obviously Isaiah. Uh, with a couple catches the other night, I, I read that Ryan Jones played a lot the other night too. I don't know if that's a good sign. I or forgot a bad about sign, Ryan Jones. He's with the Giants. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, it, the, the date is tomorrow, tomorrow. right? Tomorrow. Yeah, the cut, cut day, day is tomorrow. Yep, we'll have to see how that goes. All right, let's take our final break right here on the Brian Bailey Show. We'll come back and then we'll wrap up this game week edition of the Brian Bailey Show. Right after this. While you're sleeping, our whole hogs are slow cooking over wood to create that bite that Eastern North Carolina is known for. I'm Sam Jones, and for more than three generations, my folks have been the torchbearers for what whole hog barbecue is supposed to be. At Sam Jones, you'll find plenty of smoke but no mirrors. Everything, and I mean everything, is made fresh daily, including our sides, sweets, and sauces. Come on over and see us at Sam Jones Barbecue, and I bet you'll be able to taste our passion in just one bite. Sam Jones Barbecue, Fire Tower Road. 
Hey, you. Yeah, you. Have you heard? Green Velado World is under new ownership and is now part of the DriveHereNow.com network. DriveHereNow.com is run by local people who buy, service, detail, and sell everything directly to you. Green Velado World is now the fifth dealership to join the DriveHereNow.com network. Get car shopping today at DriveHereNow.com and choose a location near you. DriveHereNow.com, serving Eastern North Carolina for over 47 years and proud supporter of the Pirates. Ahoy there, mateys! It's Captain Jack Spare of R&R Tire Express, your local tire and wheel shop in Greenville, offering affordable, easy payment options for easy ownership. Savvy? Our customers love our treasure of tires and wheels, easy payment options, and customer care package, too. To learn more about R&R, stop by 3920 US 264 or The Rick House is Eastern North Carolina's premier American-styled restaurant and bar, and there's always something special happening at the Rick House. Join us for lunch. It's our two-for-20 lunch special during the week, and it's the perfect spot for that lunch business meeting. The Rick House celebrates the last Thursday of every month with a special wine tasting, and our buffet brunch is to die for. Follow the Rick House on Facebook for the latest schedule. The Rick House, American Provisions and Spirits, 710 Red Banks Road beside the bowling alley in Greenville. The Rick House. Hi, I'm Christy Conway. And I'm Tracy Ayers. We are the co-owners of ENC Pirate Realty. We have set out to change the real estate experience in Eastern North Carolina. Whether buying, selling, or renting, our trained family of professionals are here to find you the right place to live. Stop by our Greenville office or visit encpiratrealty.com online today. And like our motto says, we close the deal. Or someone walks the plank. The Angus Grill is your premier spot for the best burgers, cheesesteaks, and brisket sandwiches around. Join us for our unmatched variety of burger combinations. From the mushroom bacon Swiss burger to the jalapeno popper burger to the original Angus Classic. Pair that burger with our amazing onion rings, tots, fries, or sweet potato fries. Angus Grill, with four amazing locations in eastern North Carolina, including Winterville near Pitt Community College, on Jarvis Street in uptown Greenville, and on Statensburg Road near the hospital. It's the best burger around. Guaranteed. Pirate Radio. We're going to be bigger, faster, stronger, and older. That's always a good combination. The voice of the Pirate Nation. You're listening to The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, working for our community, not for shareholders. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back as we wrap up this edition of The Brian Bailey Show. I want to thank Blake Harrell, defensive coordinator at East Carolina, for joining us. In case you missed it, uh, Coach talked about the, the fact that he knows that the Pirates are going to have to do some things, and one of those things is to force Michigan into some turnovers, which would uh, create short fields for the Pirate offense. I think that's uh, most certainly going to be one of the keys. He talked a lot about the offensive line for this Michigan Wolverine football team. And if you're just joining us now, you can uh, listen to the replay at 6 o'clock. And we're also archived uh, at all of those places, Facebook, YouTube, that kind of thing. But he said some really, really good things. He talked a lot about his defense. You can tell that Blake Harrell just loves working with Coach Houston and loves working as a pirate assistant coach. And that just comes out with some of the things that that he was able to say. And he did say, one of the first things I asked him was about 
about the comments from the NBC commentator over the weekend about East Carolina being a cupcake or layup opponent for Michigan. And he said he was watching uh, the, the game to watch Navy, a future powered opponent, and he happened to hear it right then. And I think you know it made his blood boil a little bit. And I think it made a lot of Pirate fans uh, blood boil a little bit. But they'll get their chance at the big house coming up. 107,601, the seating capacity at the big house. That's going to be something to see. Looking forward to that trip. We are out of time. We will uh, check you back here next week with another edition of the Brian Bailey Show. Next week, Donnie Kirkpatrick, offensive coordinator from East Carolina, will be our guest. So we're looking forward to that. We'll recap the Michigan game and then get you ready for Marshall. The football season in East Carolina is one of the great times of the year, and it all starts coming up on Saturday. We'll see you back here next week. So long, everybody. This has been The Brian Bailey Show, powered by Greenville Utilities, and also brought to you by The Angus Grill, Bostic Sug, Bojangles, East Coast Grading, Gavigan Insurance, Greenville Auto World, Papa John's, Greenville Utility Company, Pepsi, The Rick House, Tap Tapped and Hagler, and Tiebreakers. Join us next week for another edition of The Brian Bailey Show, right here on Pirate Radio 96.7.